today, a big day in California. It's election day and California's recall election that will determine whether Democrat Gavin Newsom remains in office or be replaced by Republican front runner and Trump supporter Larry Elder. Senators Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar stumped for Newsom, as did Vice President and former Senator from California Kamala Harris. And yesterday, President Biden was in the state to show his support for Gavin Newsom. The outcome of the vote hinges on turnout. As of Tuesday morning, poll tracker 5 38, which has been tracking Newsom's chances of winning based on analysis of a wide range of polls, shows the option to keep the governor polling at an average of 57.3 percent. 538 reports that support for removing Newsom now stands at an average of just 41.5 percent, while individual polls that contribute to the poll tracker's analysis have also shown similar results. But we all know what happened in the last two presidential elections where the polling was just wrong. It was just off. So people who are sitting at, at home and considering not voting today, you could make the difference with whether uh, California um, moves in the red direction, in the Trumpster direction, or keeps uh, the Democrat uh, Newsom in office. Meanwhile, several high-profile Democratic Party leaders have come out in full support of Newsom. The future of California and the U.S., many say, is at stake, and we'll be discussing this with our guest, Dr. Gerald Horn. Now, for more information on where and how to vote, as well as finding a polling place near you, visit sos.ca.gov. That is sos.ca.gov. Gov. And keep in mind that polling places are open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. across the state, an election that's being closely watched across the nation. Let us go to a clip uh, now from CNN on six things to watch uh, today in California's recall election. The simple no. No on this recall. California is about to vote on whether or not to recall Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. And 46 candidates are on the ballot to potentially take his place. Yes, you heard me right. 46. Everyone from a self-proclaimed JFK-style Democrat YouTuber. If I were to become governor, I'd be the only governor making YouTube videos every day. To former Olympian and reality TV star Caitlyn Jenner. California needs a disruptor a compassionate disruptor. All of them have thrown their hats into this recall ring. Now, if a majority of California voters vote to recall Gavin Newsom, then whichever new candidate receives the most votes wins. It's that simple. Here's a fun but highly unlikely to happen fact. If every registered voter in California votes and the votes are split between all 46 candidates, the winner could win with as low as 2.2% of the vote. This election is determined on our ability to get out a vote. Now, here's what could actually happen. The Democratic establishment has worked very hard to keep any serious Democrats from running so that the Democratic vote would be uniform behind Newsom, that is, against the recall. Therefore, the frontrunners are all Republicans, and if Governor Newsom is recalled, the heavily blue state of California could have a Republican governor that a minority of the state voted for. 
Newsom and his team know they need to bring out the heavy hitters to energize that Democratic base. So they've got Joe Biden and some high-profile senators like Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar coming to California to back Newsom. Public polling appears to be moving in the right direction for Newsom to keep his office and to keep the nearly four dozen people vying to replace him on the sidelines. Well, there we go. And uh, what I'd like to do now is to welcome our guest, Dr. Gerald Horn, who is the Morris Professor of History and African-American Study at the University of Houston. He's written more than 30 books. His most recently published book is The Bittersweet Science, Racism, Racketeering, and the Political Economy of Boxing. Um, he's also the author of The Dawning of the Apocalypse, The Roots of Slavery, White Supremacy, Settler Colonialism, and Capitalism in the Long 16th Century which won the 2021 American Book Award. And he is just uh, a terrific analyst and a member of our weekly roundtable team. Dr. Gerald Horn, thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, we know, uh, Dr. Horn, before we get into the California election, that uh, you likely are in an area now being hit uh, by a tropical storm. It was, uh, you know, it was Nicholas, I think is the name, uh, was a hurricane, but now has been downgraded. So how are you all doing where you are right now? Well, it's all good. Um, fortunately, the prognostication was overblown. It was fundamentally a heavy rainstorm that has now dissipated. So thus far, all signals go. Very good. So getting now to the uh, topic at hand, a really big day here. And uh, Dr. Horn, a lot is uh, depends on turnout with whether uh, Gavin Newsom, a blue, California being a, known as a blue state, a Democrat, will be replaced by Trumpster uh, Larry Elder. And uh, by the way, Elder is already going on about uh, suing and and if if the election doesn't go his way. And also, as of yesterday, he refused to say whether he would accept the election results. And he, of course, he's continuing the big lie, as it's called, uh, that Donald Trump really won uh, the last presidential election. And it seems as though this is part of the GOP um, uh, strategy uh, moving forward. Uh, Dr. Horn, just your thoughts about what's at stake here. Well, this is very serious. I think we have to look at today's election in the context of January 6th. That is to say, January 6th, in many ways, was an attempted coup. And we also know that within a few days, on September 18th, the coopsters are returning to Washington, D.C. to rally support for those who were arrested and detained on January 6th. I think we should take very seriously the words of the right-wing analyst Kevin Williamson of the National Review, who wrote recently in the New York Times that there will be a series of attempted coups by various means in the United States of America going forward. So even if Gavin Newsom, Newsom is not recalled, I don't think that that's the end of the story. And I think we should also take seriously these claims of vote rigging, because what the right wing is saying is that if they do not prevail in elections, that means that the election was rigged. 
that was the cry of Donald J. Trump before the first Tuesday in November of 2020. That seems to be the cry of Larry Elder in 2021. And that gives sustenance to my previous point that the right wing feels that they are the natural party of power, that they represent the bulk of the Euro-American community, which, after all, was in the vanguard when the land was taken from the Native Americans and the Africans were enslaved. And so, therefore, they do not accept the liberal consensus that when the United States moved away from Jim Crow and moved away uh, after centuries from genocide against Native Americans, that this was a logical extension of 1776. The conservatives implicitly are saying no. Uh, they want to turn the clock back, and if we are not careful, they will succeed in doing so. Right, yes, and, and Dr. Horn, uh, given the point you just made, I mean, California uh, being the um, fourth largest economy in the entire world, so a lot of people are really watching what will happen here. Um, say a, a bit about the national implications for what happens in, in California uh, moving forward, because here you have... Um, for example, uh, Larry Elder, who is a Trumpster, right? Um, who in a lot, in so many ways, even though he is a black man, kind of represents the the so named lost cause, the, the the those who seem to be continuing fighting the Civil War altogether, and indeed, uh, some of the Black Lives Matter campaigners have said that. Um, his policies are white supremacist policies. So that begs the question, can a black person be a white supremacist? And this is some of uh, what uh, people voting in California, uh, black people but and other people of color have to consider as they're considering whether or not they're going to make the effort and get out and go vote today. Dr. Gerald Horn. Well, certainly... Larry Elder has styled himself as a representative of white supremacy. That is to say, you recall, I'm sure, his most recent comment that he feels there should be reparations for slavery, not to the descendants of the enslaved, but to the descendants of the slave owners, the slaveholders. Now, I cannot think of a more white supremacist approach and attitude than that. And, of course, those of us who are aware of this nation's history should not be surprised by that particular turn of events, uh, because during the U.S. Civil War, we recall that over this battle concerning the future of enslavement of Africans, uh, you had some black people who supported the Confederate States of America. In fact, were in strategic positions in the Confederate States of America. I mean, to cite one example amongst many, the major port that was helping to keep the Confederate states alive, since most of the ports were blockaded, including New Orleans, which was seized by the Lincoln government in 1862, the port I'm referring to is Tampico in Mexico. And that port and the supplies to Texas and other Confederate states was coordinated by a man of color, as he was then called. And with regard to the national signal, uh, we should recognize that what's at stake is this $3.5 trillion bill, the Sanders bill, 
uh, which would be the most significant social welfare measure uh, enacted in the United States, perhaps since the New Deal, certainly since the Great Society programs of the 1960s that brought us Medicare. And when you analyze politics, you have to analyze all of the different signals. And certainly one of the signals was the ham-fisted approach that Mr. Biden took towards the evacuation from Afghanistan. Uh, that hurt him and his party, and I'm afraid to say hurt the Sanders bill as well. And so if Larry Elder tomorrow, September 15th, wakes up being crowned as governor of California, that will be a devastating setback, not only to the Sanders bill, but a devastating setback with regard to the attempt to repel the coronavirus, a devastating setback with regard to the attempt to declare a climate emergency, uh, it would basically deliver us to the gates of hell. Well, yeah. And the thing about it, uh, Dr. Horn, I mean, you're a historian, you made reference uh, to uh, some history leading up to this moment. But, you know, Dr. Horn, there sometimes is confusion among people who feel, people of color, who feel, well, if somebody looks like me, you know, you and I have African descent. So if somebody's of African descent, that automatically means that they are on the right side of history or even anti-racist. Um, similarly with brown people, but Dr. Horn, you and I know that there's been a long and inglorious history of Uncle Tomism, uh, not only in the, the U.S., but basically throughout the world, on the continent of Africa, in the diaspora, and they also played a role, if not the key role, but played a role in putting down a lot of the slave uprising. So here you have just a couple of years ago, the, the Black Lives Matter movement busting out um, cities across the United States, urban, rural areas, countries around the world, a massive movement. And it seems to me now we're seeing the kind of counter revolution uh, happening of that. That may not seem as though it is specifically tied to what's going on in California, but if um, you hear what you're saying, Dr. Horn, about who this Larry Elder is, um, we do have to consider all of that. And indeed, Gavin Newsom seemed to have been in some trouble with this recall until um, Elder uh, came on the scene, and now the predictions are that Newsom will handily win. But we can't be so sure about all of that because the polls have been way off in the last two presidential elections as well. Uh, Dr. Horn. Well, I think that the burden also rests with Sacramento and the judiciary. That is to say, why are the rules such that there's a recall election of the governor in 2021? As I understand it, there will be an election for the governor in 2022. Obviously, the rules need to be altered by Sacramento. And in that regard, the judiciary and Sacramento need to take seriously this constitutional claim whereby Mr. Newsom can win 49.9% with regard to those not wanting him to be recalled, but can lose to a candidate on the second half of the ballot who gets maybe 2% of the vote. Now, how can you reconcile that with any definition of democracy? And I think that that's really what's at stake ultimately here. 
because the right wing obviously is moving in an anti-democratic direction. That's the implication of January 6th. That's the implication of 9-18, this upcoming coup attempt on Saturday. And we need to stop that in its tracks. Otherwise, I'm afraid to say we may be facing a kind of apartheid society here in North America that would make apartheid South Africa pale by comparison. Wow. Well, on that note and on that warning, I'm afraid we are going to have to leave it there. But Dr. Horn, we hope you will be able to join us this Friday for our weekly roundtable. But for our listeners, by the way, we missed last Friday's weekly roundtable. My voice just went out with an allergic reaction that I had, but we will be back this uh, coming Friday. Um, And Dr. Gerald Horn, thank you so very much for joining us and as usual for your analysis and information. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. And again, for more information on where and how to vote, as well as finding a polling place near you, visit sos.ca.gov sos.ca.gov. For the Sojourner Truth listeners, your friends and families, we cannot afford to sit this one out. We cannot assume that um, the election won't go uh, to the Trumpster. They've certainly been out in full force uh, supporting their guy, uh, Larry Elder. 